welcome to the Patelton Show, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on, brother. Of course, man. This is like interviewing like a superhero, man, <laughs> to me. Um, that's hilarious. I just think you're <laughs> one of the like you're you're super nice, man. I've I've hit up like Duncan a few times on the Patreon app and you responded like so nicely <laughs> with some of the best advice that anyone's ever given me that I think to myself all the time that it's like start your podcast just just start it <laughs> and to this day I think about it because like things like intros man I spend so long like it, it's it, it like um is a reason why I haven't uploaded many many pod many and many episodes recently man because I've just been trying to get this the most perfect intro <laughs> You know, uh, Duncan talks about that all the time. He he cannot stress how <laughs> how much time he spends on those intros, and I, I don't. I mean, I get it. Oh. I love, I love, I love those intros. A well thought out and well made intro. Underrated. I think it's I a agree, man. Art. I wish I could say that about like everything in my life. That <laughs> I look at things that way, man. But but it's not, man. What um. Do you ever like I'm just curious like do you ever do like work on the intros with with Duncan like no like not creatively the only work that yeah. I do on it would be like mixing got you and you mix in like the like the music for the ads right cuz I think yeah that I make I make the music for the ads and oh okay and mix the commercials I edit the commercials oh okay okay has there ever has there how does how does that work man like does duncan like like send you the episode and like he's like this is what i want or or is it more of like a you send something to him and then he uh goes, in terms uh, of music yeah like for for some music or yeah for the for the ad music for example that you do. so he he literally just uh he complete i don't he completely trusts me to just do whatever. It works out. Really? It's awesome. He doesn't uh I've never had any direction for like what type of music to play for something. Except for maybe just like uh there was one time where an an advertiser said, Hey, like can the music be less busy? And so I made like more relaxed music for their commercials. Wow. So there's never been like an instance that like you send something to Duncan and he like it like doesn't match what he's like what he's advertising thankfully no <laughs> cool. so, so that means that you have like the ability to add like mariachi music or like jazz to like <laughs> i definitely can't make mariachi music <laughs> but i believe that i can make something that's enough um to kind of fill the empty space and give like a supporting a sound bed for his actual important information he's trying to share without being distracting yeah i got you man i got you and dude i'm guessing that comes like so easy to you because like seeing your i've seen your your live streams man on twitch and they're phenomenal like <laughs> your, your you synth so setup looks like something i would love to have just dude, it... <sighs> it looks more like like you're communicating with like the fifth kind or something bro you know like it feels that way especially when you have like i've seen i've seen your videos and you have like lights 
on like your keyboards on your cables and i'm always wondering like where is that coming from like what is that how do you do that well so i think if you're talking it's it's probably the modules themselves or it's oh no I, I see what you're saying okay i've got green green anything cables. that's green yeah oh wow <laughs> because because i'm using a green screen <laughs> I, I that's what i thought i was like no way those cables like are like lighting oh, up that'd be like, rad that would be rad <laughs> but it ends up looking really cool it was a really it was a completely unintended um thing that i discovered wow. just by using the green screen that's funny. so sick that's so sick uh before i forget because i feel like i'm not gonna get into this but the vinyl williams concert oh yes so good man dude i i'm so glad to, that was so trippy when you reached out and you're like hey what do you think of these guys and i was just like dude like literally one of my childhood friends is in that band like one of my greatest friends to this day and it was just really trippy that was <laughs> i was like yeah awesome, you absolutely man. have to see them I was like, no, I, I had like a feeling that you were going to say that somehow. <laughs> Dude, yeah, somehow. No, that's so strange. And so what what did you think? How'd it go? Oh, it was phenomenal, man. It was so cool. The The visuals were so amazing, man. Awesome. Uh, which Vinyl also makes himself. Yeah, was it those like 3D spaces and just like really like futuristic uh, looking air, like spaces i don't can't even i don't even know just, environments was it just like 3d generated environments is that what it was i believe there were 4d oh my goodness what was it yeah, being projected man. on like smoke and stuff or something being projected just right like on top of them basically on this like wall behind them man beautiful yeah so like at, at points like their shadows and stuff would start like messing with the visuals as well yeah those visuals are so good yeah lionel's amazing that guy is such an interesting artist, really creative mind. Oh yeah, it's like, like never turns off. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, I talked to him like like before the show, and I talked about you. I also talked to Eric, which <laughs> I thought awesome. was was funny because yeah. you know, we had the same name. Oh, that's trippy. So so it was awesome, and they're they're so cool. They're so cool, and and like it was so interesting seeing them all at, like as people because they were at the at the shop right the merch shop and i just came in and they were just sitting there and i was like i really don't know like who's who or whatever and so i just like i just came in i was like aaron goldberg <laughs> <laughs> and that's how i knew who was in the band oh man. my god that's so funny and then seeing them on stage man was it was like really cool because it was like these people who were just like randoms i don't know where just get up and like completely different persona you know like a different you just see something else you see like their connection with with themselves and with their talent almost yeah it is really trippy seeing someone go from doing either either seeing someone going from doing their thing to just uh doing everything else like anything else or the other <laughs> way around it's weird seeing someone go from doing anything else to like then you see them on stage or yeah something like that oh yeah yeah phenomenal man like i can't get over there was this one part that like he was making like a roller coaster <laughs> on the visuals out of this 4d models or whatever that was kind of going with the chord progression you know as like the as the chords like went up the like the roller coaster would also be going up and he made us right. put our hands up as in, like <laughs> it's about to drop like with the beat and the solo and everything but instead of dropping it just like went straight <laughs> it just went straight so we were all just sitting there with our hands up and it was the coolest oh. thing ever man 
<laughs> it's the coolest thing because we were all just like now what man it didn't go down we're just going into his world into his space that's so cool it was really cool man and i felt so lucky that that i knew you because i probably would have never gone to that concert if it wasn't for you honestly how did it get pushed to you instagram ad man really <laughs> yeah yeah just an ad on instagram and it just looked it was that video you sent me yeah it was that video and i Dude. was like this is trippy as hell i'm sure aaron would love this <laughs> that's rad man yeah i uh that's cool i'm gonna tell them that definitely works keep doing that <laughs> yeah dude for sure and that's, uh that's hilarious so you you and eric the drummer for this band went to middle school together yeah so you guys went to middle school and then like high school together and then how did like your career start taking off a little bit where like he became this super successful band that's like touring all over the country and stuff and you lionel or i mean vinyl williams or or just or eric were you friends with vinyl i, I don't like I not or? not as I met him when I was in high school, but oh. like I'm close friends with Eric, uh, and no wow. Lionel. I, I I haven't not spent nearly as as much Got time with Lionel you. as I have with Eric. Got you. But um, basically, Eric has been just grinding, making music, doing touring, whatever he can, playing with um a band almost constantly since we were in high school and we were in a band together really? at one point. Oh, you guys were in a band together. Oh yeah, a couple of them actually. With vinyl or just Eric? With Eric. Okay. And yeah. did you play the the keyboard? What, what what type of instruments did you have back then, man? Uh, I was mainly a guitar player, so I played guitar and you then play guitar. I played bass as well. Whoa. And I've 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 jammed with them on keys, but yeah, I played guitar in uh the first band that I was ever in with Eric. And uh, eventually, if I remember correctly, I think I think I was playing bass at uh, another show with a couple other friends for that same time. That's so cool, man. And how, what made you turn to, like, synths? Like, yeah, I only recently got into those, actually. So, like, when I was uh, live streaming on Twitch, like, people um started to watch what i was doing and like encourage me when i had i like bought a new piece of gear because it, i wanted more functionality and people were stoked on that and supported me in getting more things and so i eventually decided to buy myself a nice synthesizer because i was basically just using this one juno keyboard for every sound and it had very little sculptability hmm. So it was limited, but it, I mean, it was amazing. It was awesome. Right, right. I wish uh, I had it. I had a, I have, I have right now sitting next to me, a Yamaha Y228. Yeah. Is, that's, is that more of a synthesizer or like a uh, here, multi, like does it do drums and other things like that? It's just like a, like a little practice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Yamaha. So like, I loved that thing, but I, I just, there was something that I felt like I should get myself a nice sound sculpting device so I can get even more close to this what to the music and I ended up buying a a synth that was like way over my head but it's what's cool really? is I'm I'm getting so much more comfortable with it now the subsequent 37 which is a it's a Moog like Whoa. 37 key synthesizer and uh it's wild 
and so that thing is still blowing my mind all the time like and this is now like i've had it for maybe two years but so that started my journey in synthesis uh really like using synthesizers <laughs> synthesis <laughs> yeah is it called synthesis because it's like synth like you're creating like yeah because you're synthesizing <laughs> <laughs> wow thank you man yeah it's weird <laughs> you're using a synthesizer <laughs> it's strange but uh, it is strange. It, it that led me down the rabbit hole of finding myself doing modular synths, which has been like right such a good learning experience for me because now I have a greater understanding. Like I said, that's that's sub thirty seven was way over my head, but now that I've been playing with modular, I have a much better understanding of the building blocks on how synths work. Right. So this thing makes a lot more sense to me, and it's genius. Like so well designed. It's wow. crazy. That's so interesting, man. I I thought I knew about synths, man, but like I have like this one computer science friend who like I was talking to and he just asked me like, "So how do synths work? Like do you like have to program them or something or do you like take them apart every time and build them back?" And I was like, "Dang, dude, I actually I actually have no idea. I wasn't too sure." Either or. Yeah, uh, got you. There are ones that are entirely based on computer chips that you can reprogram and have just like a couple knobs or whatever you want to control those things basically inside of a computer. Or you can uh, basically what a modular synth is, is like a synthesizer with its insides like showing so so you can make new connections. You're essentially rebuilding the instrument every time you make a new connection so your friend was a spot on oh my gosh man this kid's so smart but um <laughs> i i've heard i've heard um duncan describe like synths as like a kind of like a like almost like a reflection of your energy kind of like mm. it takes like is it the, it takes like does it does this sound? Can you make like a new sound that can like be replicated or stuff like that? That's really hard to like replicate. Or you can, you know, it could be replicated, I guess. But th- you will stumble upon things that you'll be like, I don't even know. Like I made this connection, and I don't know why it's doing this. Someone might, you know what I mean? Oh. But like it, you do stumble upon things that are very curious or. Or they sound like something that's real. Like sometimes, you know, you end up coming across a sound and you can almost see like the beach and like hear people talking in the distance and the ocean waves. Oh, wow. And you can start seeing whole paintings almost sometimes just by, by, and, and you're just messing around with sound. It's really, really crazy, man. You do stumble upon some things that I would say. I don't know if I would say they're hard to replicate, but it's a, it's a a really fun way to get there. <laughs> right, like a huge synchronicity. Yeah, and like, you know, maybe uh, it would take someone else like 30 tracks of like different layers on a in a digital workstation or like doing some crazy synthesis could get you the same thing. Whatever. It's uh it's all sound design. It's so sick, man. I mean, I do believe that this is the like our first interactions with alien with aliens. <laughs> Dude, it does feel like well, cause like it's like 
it's like uh i've always said it feels like i have like a writing partner it's like there's another Whoa. musician with me when i'm playing with that thing and cool. it's it's like that that is the electricity it's like we're playing right we're getting closer and closer we're hearing electricity in uh interface with us it feels that way and it sounds crazy but it's it's really awesome <laughs> yeah it is and then manipulating that to whatever you want it to do as but as best as you can as best as you can like for example vinyl williams uh i believe the keyboard player is called trey or i don't know that i i don't know the whole band very well got you but the man had like one modular synthesizer behind him and like a few like keyboards and, and stuff but you could like he was going back there and with his headphones on in the middle of the set and just going crazy with the modular synthesizer right which i have no idea how like difficult that was man i was like giving so much respect to this guy because like how <laughs> do you like manipulate that sound to come out like exactly as you want pretty practice and and just yeah. exploration yeah but for what he was doing, I'd say practice, because I'm sure he was dialing in a specific sound, probably, or he was just using it as. It all depends on the role it's playing. You know, was it doing something like really specific, like a certain lead line, or was it like basically a chaos machine? Dude, Sometimes, it was, yeah, you know right. what I mean. It, 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 it you know, it's like whatever, whatever it's doing. But you know, yeah, practice. <laughs> I'm learning. Practice is like really just as cool as people tell you it is like when someone's like dude all it is is practice <laughs> they're not lying oh my gosh man i asked i had this amazing uh keyboard player on my podcast i haven't uploaded the episode yet but this is like dennis ham amazing keyboard player for thundercat and oh. i i yeah yeah he's awesome man and i asked him like what do you do like because you're the type of artist that like tours like internationally and is constantly like going and has to create like these beautiful sounds after you know like figuring out when you have to shower and all of this crazy stuff you know and I thought he was going to give me like some some super secret advice bro but he he literally just told me it never feels that way it's like playing piano for me is my release it's like yeah you know? and i was like wow that's that's crazy man like you genuinely love the keyboard like you know this is what you do even when you are forced to do it is still your main source of relief that's so cool <laughs> i know man it was it was so cool man it was so cool yeah but um as far as like do, do you ever use modular synthesizers for duncan's music uh, I used it in a couple. So most of the commercials don't have like set music, but I use the same music every time for Blue Chew and for Better Help. And uh, the Better oh. Help music is a modular synth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've used it. I think like a couple times, but for the most part, no, because uh, <laughs> I just don't want to spend that much time making like a track for a commercial sometimes i do but <laughs> usually Amen. i just want to use the instruments and get the get the and also sometimes it's like too busy or too i don't know it just yeah it usually comes down to time <laughs> i feel you man i just noticed your uh uh what's it called tapestry is that a tapestry of ganesh yeah yo check this out 
Check this out, homie. Uh huh. Hey, I yo. love Ganesh so much. God, me too, man. Like for no reason too, you know. I'm like Catholic and had no reason to know <laughs> what Ganesh is. But I just feel like this, like you know, this this like like call towards Ganesh. That is really cool. Yeah, um, I I felt that too, and like, so what I found out young when I was younger is that like Ganesh, I guess is is like when Ganesh shows up, it's it's like Ganesh is the first person to visit, first deity to like get to know when you want to get into Hinduism. Whoa. And like there, he he's outside of every temple, uh, every Hindu temple. There's a Ganesh. Wow, wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and so it's, it's fun. hang out with him, you know, like get to know what he's all about. It's he's great, <laughs> super cool guy. Yeah, for real, dude. I just look at it and I'm like, hey Ganesh, can you please just remove this this little obstacle in my way? Please. <laughs> <laughs> just like out of nowhere, man. Just I don't know. I just look at him and I'm like. Yeah. And he's like, I got you. Actually, Duncan was I, I was the one who like showed me Ganesh in one of his interviews. I just listened to it was on another podcast, but he was like explaining Ganesh, and I was like, wow, that sounds super interesting. Yeah, Ganesh is rad, you know. And sometimes the obstacles, like sometimes he puts obstacles in your way that you need. Oh. So not not just the remover, but like placer, you know. Sometimes, sometimes obstacles are good. Got you. He's like the master of obstacles. That's yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that's more accurate. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure though. I think that's more accurate. That sounds cooler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I really I really like your tapestries, bro. I I, I gotta get some for my Oh room. man. I there I love having a little flowy silkiness on the walls. For real, man. Yeah, this one is just like uh old friend of mine gave me this i don't i don't know wow. where he got it but it's rad yeah it is man um that that kind of just made me think of um vinyls visuals a little bit because they kind of look like that mm -hmm. would you ever like like i know this is kind of like more of a dunking question but would you ever like have you thought about incorporating maybe certain like some kind of visuals towards the podcast or something like that because um I, I've seen like some of his meditations on YouTube and stuff like that, man. Yeah. There's some like crazy like visuals that are like I don't know where or like his his some of the podcasts that he uploads like with Pemberton and stuff like that. Are, right. They have like a lot of like editing in the videos <laughs> and and really weird stuff, man. So like I mean, have have you ever like thought about adding like any type of or like working with visuals? Not uh, not for him. I have like, it's like so not, I'm so inefficient at doing visual work that it would be ridiculous for him to ask me to do like, I, it just, it would be a waste of everyone's time and and money. But I uh, hope that he does more like clips and visuals, you know, especially because at least for right now, I mean, I, you know, Midnight Gospel got canceled and I, I love his brain and animation combined. And so I'm hoping that he pairs up with more animators and, or, you know, maybe people just animate to his stuff and put that out because it's uh, endless. It's like an up pot of gold. 
I just am not the one to do it. But maybe someday. I mean, I I just recently have been getting the itch to to do more to like make visuals to make music too. So like kind of yeah. uh filming a very short thing like a minute or two minutes and then just like uh scoring it essentially. Right. Wow, that sounds awesome, man. Yeah, I think I want to start doing that. I feel like that'd be a fun way to start putting music out. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I mean, you kind of already do it a little bit with the green screen, you know? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But just so, without me standing in the middle of it floating in space. Right. <laughs> hey, man, I like that. I like that. Um, <clears throat> um, I wanted to ask you what, like, because you've told me, we've talked a little bit about how you and Duncan met. And it was through like someone from the Love Serve Remember Foundation, <laughs> yeah, which didn't like know you that very like they didn't know your stuff is what you told me. Uh huh. And they recommended you to like the greatest wrestler <laughs> in the world. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> like that makes me just want to like drop everything I'm doing, go to, to Ramdas retreats, man. <laughs> I mean, I think you should, but really what, <laughs> what, what, it, what I think you could get out of that more than that specific thing. I think you should go to a Ramdas retreat immediately, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. um, besides that, I was just following a feeling like I was going through something at the time where I was like, uh, you know, looking for, I wanted to work for them. I, I just was like, I want to work for Love Serve Remember Foundation. Oh, and so I reached out, or I wanted to uh, volunteer. Right. Yeah, that's a great at, place to volunteer at, man. And they were like, nah, uh, but you should come to the next retreat. <laughs> and and so I did. That day I got a ticket to the retreat and ran into Duncan uh, and then saw him again at this next retreat or six months later he was not there and his wife was and i guess she was looking for someone to help and telling the lady who organized that whole thing and she's the one who told her i would be a good fit but she had never heard my work before or anything like that so but the point is i was just following this feeling and so you know you don't need to stop everything you're doing but just mm. make sure that what you do do <laughs> make oh, sure... come on <laughs> <laughs> sorry make sure that you uh follow your heart you know what i mean like you have to do if you get a feeling like emailing the director of a foundation that you've been listening to their content and you want to volunteer for them send that email don't uh swallow that feeling and be like ah not me or it's a waste of time because you have no idea where that's going to lead. And I've had wanted to work for Duncan for four years before that. Really? Yeah. I, I like it like landed in my lap, but just wow. took time. You know what I mean? So yeah. you just got to keep doing what you feel like feels right. And stuff works out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's I'm, I'm going to college right now uh -huh. for um, neuroscience. That's insane. That's really rad. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's <laughs> it's definitely uh, uh, a little difficult, but <laughs> I know that, like, you know, I love Duncan and Ram Dass and 
and all these people, man. So I really don't have like that big of a like worry that I'm not going to have time for spirituality or like to for my heart and stuff, you know. So I kind of put college like at that level that it's just something that I have to do, kind of. Yeah. Did you ever feel that way when you uh, graduated high school? I just I don't know if you well, like what like what your path kind of was after. Sure afterwards man and how and how you like dealt with you know those like the pressure of of just um you know just just knowing that every, that you don't have to like stop everything you're doing and and you know follow your heart like because it sounds really easy yeah but you know like how, how do you like really tune into your heart you know how do you listen to to those to those real to those feelings you know and it's not and you're not confusing it with like with your own idea of of maybe other people's ideas of what you should do, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I respect this person a lot, so their their opinion means a lot to me, or or something like that, you know. I, I absolutely. Can you? Okay, so for me, it really comes down to like usually if I go far enough with a decision that is not right for me, it like physically feels bad. It makes me feel bad. It's like in your gut, you know, this is wrong. And so you just got to get more sensitive to that feeling. And the more you tune into it and try and the more you listen for that kind of voice coming from your inner knowing, you'll feel what what is right for you to be doing and like there's no harm in doing something uh, trying something out that maybe at first does not feel right because that could be fear you know mm. um so if if you're listening to advice of someone who you respect and you think that if, you know you're convincing yourself that they probably know even if it's something that you maybe think you don't want to do try it you never have to commit to anything wow um, I, I got this opportunity to shadow a lady in Foley, you know what that is? Foley like sound? This... No. What is it? It's, uh, in movies, every time something is seen on screen, uh, usually uh, besides like dialogue, it's not captured. And so you, you need to record like someone putting a drink on the table or oh, those little sounds like uh, mm -hmm. fork, forks and knives. A lot of sound is recorded after the fact. And so that's called Foley. And it's a, gotcha. it's a line of work that is not easy to get into. And so I, I was incredibly lucky to have the opportunity to shadow with this person, like shadow this person. And I felt a huge pressure though, because I, at that point in my life, I was like, I don't know if this is what I want to do. And I feel like if I say yes to this, I'm going to have to commit to this forever. And I literally uh, did something that made me really nervous, but I felt like it was the right thing to do. I told that lady that. I told her how much I was freaked out about having to commit to doing it. She's like, dude, you're 24 or whatever. She's like, <laughs> she's like, don't, I don't care if you come back tomorrow. Like, we don't, I just just hang out and like she immediately took she just told me like stop thinking that everything you do is forever you can change wow. anytime you want and that was huge for me wow that was massive yeah dude it reminds me a little bit of 
this conversation that I had with Duncan, actually, I, I met him in person after one of his comedy shows here in Dallas. And I was, he took me back to like the green room, bro. Cause he, cause you know, the Patreon meditations and stuff. And we were just talking and I was talking to him about my like college and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, um, your podcast was one of the biggest things that inspired me to like go to school and go to neuroscience because I wanted to, you know, have like something to talk about. And like, <laughs> and, and he just looked at me and he was like, dude, if you wanted to be on a podcast all you had to do was ask you don't have to go get a whole ass neuroscience degree <laughs> and that's when i was like wow like it's true it's so true man we get in <laughs> over our heads so much <laughs> and it was and just not the response that i was waiting for you know <laughs> <laughs> you you're oh yeah you'll was, almost never get the one you're expecting from him oh man especially from duncan man he's such a nice guy such a nice guy <laughs> Such a good I love exam. him. There's there's one more thing I wanted to. There was uh I I like forgot it and now it's coming back. You, you, oh yes, you said something about uh feeling not concerned that you would have time for spirituality in your uh, life. Yeah. Do you feel concerned about that, or you don't? No, I don't. Not at all. Okay, man. good because like you don't need to sit on a meditation cushion to be spiritual. You can be a spiritual as any someone who's meditating 24 hours a day if you're um in a in school you know what i mean like it doesn't matter your life is your spirituality as far oh, as i'm concerned oh wow wow that's so true man i've never i've never actually like put myself in that perspective or, or, or your life is your i can't i guess i don't know if life is your spirituality is the right word but your life is your spiritual path your life is where you do the work that is it that is it yeah. like you can make every experience a spiritual experience because they wow. are right like 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 when people say that oh i can't meditate because of my children your kids that, are the meditation like your that kids is it are the meditation the whole <laughs> yeah the whole thing the whole thing right you can't get away from it. i mean you can try but like right. as soon as you're ready to do it it's there everywhere right yeah right and and that's why it feels also kind of weird to spend so much time on an intro you know because because <laughs> you're like worshiping it when it's you know it's it's not as any more like important i mean i guess it is more important than like washing the dishes but as far as spirituality goes and how much you're like growing and learning from it is the same it's but it is there is something to be said about where we put our energy like you know, I think it's beautiful that you spend all that time on your intro because you care. Right, yeah. You you spend as much time washing the dishes as you need to, I'm assuming. I'm assuming you don't spend more than is necessary. But oh, with no, your yeah. intros, you Definitely do not. whatever feels like needs to be done because that's your place where you get to express yourself. So it makes total sense. That's beautiful. <laughs> you should <laughs> yeah, you sh you should uh you should worship your your creative outlet. It's like that's the most beautiful thing we have. Yeah, creation man. that's so true man yeah it's dennis also told me this from the past conversation um that it's our almost like our responsibility as <laughs> artists and like humans to create what we like to us sounds the best i agree if you're going to be an artist it is your responsibility to do what feels right and to do it do it the best you can 
Yeah, like I used to feel like really like um worried about like copying other people and and thinking that people are going to recognize that I took the progression from here or something. But like I think that to me that's how I can put like the the like what I think is really good out, you know? Right. Yeah. Which I think is important. You got to just <laughs> you have to do what whatever you need to do to get your uh point across. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's definitely important. And I I love how like open you were to like respond to me for like Duncan's Duncan's text that I sent Duncan and like <laughs> not like instead of not replying, you like sent me like some some super good advice and I just think that kind of like shows like some of like the interconnectedness that is happening like between between all of us that is like kind of like the thing that music is almost as well you know like like all the sounds are are you know we've pretty much heard like every sound that could possibly be made right like all frequencies right yeah and most chords as well so like it's all just like a reshaping of kind of like the human experience almost (laughs) right yeah it's, (laughs) it's like we're all working with the same stuff it's just uh yeah what do you, what what do you what are you gonna make with it? And yeah. you should make it instead of being afraid that you're gonna do something that's already been done because you're probably right. And, and like you know, a lot of it maybe there will be parts of it that ha- are parts of other things, but it's never gonna be the same. Like what you make will be unique. Always, yeah, exactly, because always. you did it. Because you and like you can't help it. You know what I mean? Like it will have yeah. you all over it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it really is, man. Something uh, someone told me that I thought was really useful in my early becoming a singer-songwriter was they said, cover three songs uh, as well as you can to their, like, original likeness or whatever, you know, as close as you can to the original. And then you'll see the part of you that is in all of them. Wow. (laughs) It's like, you know, try to recreate a drawing or three different drawings and you'll see, Oh, I do it like this. (laughs) Like no matter, even if I'm trying to do it like them. Wow. That is so interesting, man. It's trippy, right? (laughs) It's a cool way to find your sound. Wow. That is so cool. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely try that. (laughs) Like just recreate a song to the best of your abilities. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. And you wow. learn a lot by uh, playing other people's music because you, you just get used to chord progressions that maybe you wouldn't have thought to try or something like that. Yeah, or like or like polychords. Like you're playing, like you notice that the melody is being played by like, you know, playing the third of the chord. It's just like, yes. it's just the third that they're playing throughout the whole chord progression. Totally. And then you can start playing the third of your own song as the melody exactly playing like learning how someone else's stuff works is a really good way to learn how to make your own stuff (laughs) wow yeah man yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh but yeah there's always time for spirituality there's it's it's never not there yeah man. so it's good that you're not worried about that (laughs) yeah yeah that that kind of reminds me of this the the Ramdas quote of I'm loving awareness. Like the other day I, I I felt that so strong when I was meditating 
and I just like I was meditating on my apartment like on the balcony and I was just looking out at like like a tree or something and I was like like just for a second I saw like the most beautiful like like scene you know like everything was like blurring and like peripheral visions and I was like wow I wish like everyone could see this right now right but then I was like this is just like a tree from my balcony <laughs> like there's probably a billion things that going on at all times that like we just pass on because um I don't know. I just think like, like, you know, like spirituality, life, reality is just beautiful, you know, and we are awareness. We're just like we have the ability to like be aware of it when we show up and we are there. It is so beautiful. (laughs) It's just that so much of the time we're like somewhere else. But when you come right to where you are, it is like one of the most beautiful things in the world just to be alive (laughs) and like feeling anything. It's insane. Yeah, man, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I love Ramdas, man. How'd you get into Ramdas? I'm just curious. Uh, my dad showed me a Ramdas t- discussion when I was like 14. You must and have it... had a great, like, you must have done something great in your past life to have, <laughs> dude. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have your dad, like, someone show you that, like, in your family. I got family, so man. blessed with my parents i ended up with really really cool parents who turned me (laughs) on to some really cool stuff but never forced anything on me they just encouraged me to um figure out what felt right for me but they they had already lived fun cool lives that where they picked up really cool things along the way and yeah they're great i love them that's awesome man that's awesome i i got to ramdas through the midnight gospel man Oh wow, that's rad! Wait, is he in the very last episode or something on the bus? He he, yeah, he is. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Clancy's like, what's going on? Where are we? And the one word he like the one sentence he says in the whole show is just, "Be here now, just be here now." For real, bro. What so a way sick. to wrap up the whole show. Oh God, I love that. Sh- that show is so good. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was perfect um, little capsule so perfect man and it came out of nowhere like (laughs) yeah like i didn't even know who duncan was like when this came out man wow so okay that's how you found out about duncan too that's how i found out about duncan through duncan i kind of like how did you find out about that show uh i think like netflix pushing it. yeah yeah uh i think a friend pointed it to me that's amazing (laughs) yeah yeah man and see like I don't know. You could trace everything back. You know, once you're there, it's so easy to look back and be like, wow, all those yeah. little connections brought me here. But like, that's why you got to just do the stuff that feels right because you have no clue where it's going. And wow. that show turned you on to someone like Ramdas. Like, that show's cool, but Ramdas is an endless, like, I've always, he's an endless wealth of love. <laughs> but uh, I've always said, this is what Duncan is so so good at is he's like a lighthouse that points light on really cool things that will change your life if you spend time with them like you know he doesn't only interview buddhists he doesn't only interview uh witches and satanists he interviews yeah he interviews (laughs) everyone and shines a big beautiful uh accepting light on it yeah and when that lights on it people who 
have maybe never seen it before or not seen it in that light get to see it again and really change their perspective and potentially change their life. And I think that is something that is really cool. And that's why I love working for Duncan because he's like helping people uh, oh with, my God. with their paths by shining light on things. I awesome. know, man. And, and, and like, he's a, like, he says this all the time that he's not a teacher, you know, that right. he's just, you know, whatever. But honestly, man, I've like learned a, a lot from him as well. And like, like most of these ideas that I have, I like came from him, man. And I'm like constantly telling them to other people. And then just like, you know, it's not only like the people that he touches, but also like the people that they're like those people touch. And, and it's so wild. <laughs> it's yeah. so wild. Yeah. Yeah, it is, man. It is. Have you, um, this is a little bit uh, off topic, but like more to do with uh, what we were talking about earlier. Just um, is, would you, did you work on Midnight Gospel? I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't think I edited any of the episodes that ended up in that oh. show. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So probably not. I would. I think I would know. I, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Is do you know? Like, do you have any like um, like any future projects like Midnight Gospel or something? Like any? Oh, I not that I have any idea. Oh. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I've I've heard rumors of of a book. Of a book oh, coming, man. A book for what? For for the Midnight Gospel. Well, he uh, oh, uh, he has he's definitely writing a book. I yeah, just don't know yeah. what it is. I have no idea what that is. Man, whenever that book comes, it's gonna be gonna be a good day, bro. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's talked about that on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, he definitely talks about the struggles of writing. Yeah, uh, which is really interesting. Yeah. Dude, writing is a struggle. I yeah, that's I hard. About, I, I was about to ask if you ever like, because I've seen I've seen like your do do you write like do you write? I uh used to do creative writing with my friends because I met a good good number of uh friends in creative writing in high school and wow. so we carried that on for a little while after school. But like, I don't I struggle a lot with writing, which is why I do improvised music. Yeah, I was about to say like all of your shows are improvised yeah or like twitch twitch streams yeah i struggle with uh liking things after i write them <laughs> so like if i don't yeah. actually have to write it then i can enjoy it while i'm playing it at least <laughs> right yeah and then you're like oh that was that wasn't good moving on yeah it's fine i'll do another one you know it's like whatever <laughs> yeah man yeah um I'm curious, uh, what's like the craziest thing that you've ever like heard on the synthesizer? Like, mm. like I, I know you were telling me like you you've heard like like voices and stuff, or like 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 you can like compare. You know, it starts like sounding like like voices or something. But the, yeah, yeah. That, tell me, tell me. That's the craziest it. thing that I've ever heard <laughs> come out of there was. I was like playing with the uh, noise, so literally just like you know, like white noise and other kind. Other, oh, I love noise, bro. Noise, <laughs> and somehow, in the in doing that, like, I just it's I started to hear what sounded like, uh, like a chorus or, or uh, like a uh, like an orchestra, 
Whoa. And I, I had no idea where that was coming from. It like literally felt like I had tuned into some weird radio, but it wasn't like wow. super clear or anything. But it's like I was hearing like a, a beautiful song and none of my modules were doing melodic things. It was all chaos. And I was just wow. like in, in that for so long that I started to hear these like stringed instruments. It was insane. Wow. <laughs> it was so weird. And that like makes me, I still think about that. And I go like, dude, I got to get back in there. Like I need to, I need to go back into that space. Like wherever that was, I need to, I need to go play around in noise again and see what, what finds me. <laughs> right. It's crazy. It is crazy, man. Like what even is that place? I don't know. <laughs> it's unpredictable. And that's what's really fun. I just recently got an instrument that is a uh, passive, which means it has no power. Like you don't power it. It just, really? uh, it's powered by the control voltage that goes inside of it. So you send signal to it from other synthesizers and that turns it on and off. And so the whole thing is the sound of circuits turning on and then like turning off. Oh, wow. and, uh, it's really unpredictable and that's a very fun place to be when you're playing music wow man yeah that's that's incredible that's so cool i've always wanted to get into synths and modular synthesizers because i play i play keys yeah but number one they're so expensive like modular synthesizers have you looked into vcv rack before no it's a it's a program that has modular it's a it's like a modular synth on your computer for free. Oh my god. And you can just duplicate thousands of modules, you know what I mean? Like you don't need to it's it's a totally free. It's amazing. And you can there are lots of modules on there that don't exist in the real world, but there's also a lot of modules that are made by the actual makers who just upload their code and you can use wow. like essentially the real module before you ever really? buy it. Yeah. Oh, that is sick, man. I think I've seen kind of like like plugins almost like it's uh it, it the new version can can be a plugin, but this is like its oh, own really? thing where it's essentially like a modular rack in your computer. It's just all wow. digital. And uh you can even interface that with real instruments. It's it, if you get the right uh interface. But it's uh I highly, if you're interested at all in modular synth, like that's what got me going was VCV rack. It and I would look up uh, the, the guy who teaches it on YouTube that I really really like. His name is Omri Cohen. O M R I Cohen. Okay. Uh, that guy like really runs you through everything from the very basic stuff to more complicated uh, synth techniques and he does a great job of making it make sense. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, Thank I can't, you. I can't, um, I can't like express enough how great that guy was, how like it was very important for getting me where I am now. And now I have, I'm just having so much fun with gear that I thought was, I thought I was too stupid for this. Like I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. But, like, my friend held my hand through my first, like, hour or two on VCV Rack, and then I just started watching Omri Cohen, and it changed everything. Wow, man. Well, you really are, like, a jack-of-all-trades, man. Uh, a true role model, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as best uh, as it gets. 
Yeah, thank you. I I I guess all I can say to that is my best. All you see is my best. As in, like you know, I just I stream when I'm feeling super inspired, and then I don't when I'm not. Right. Uh, yeah. So take that for what it is. <laughs> Well, man. Well, either way, man, you're you're an incredible person to talk to. I love your your way of thinking, man, and and just your your whole like just who you are, man. I love it. It's, it's really cool, man. Even without the the music, it's just you really you really, it was really fun talking to you, man. Just thank you, Eric. I really appreciate that. It was really nice to talk with you too, and and just like we had chatted uh here and there like a couple times over yeah. the last year or two and it's just really cool to actually now like put a face to your name and, and and more than a face at this point now like a bit of a person like a personality and it's really cool to get to know you yeah man of course yeah and uh and you too man you know <laughs> thank, thank you brother obviously man but yeah man thank you so much um it was really like thank you man it, it means a lot that you would that you do this for for other people and it's my, it's my pleasure man truly all right man well i think this is a great a good place to end it man it's been like an hour or so beautiful but but yeah thank man, you is, so is, much brother of course is there anything that you would like to plug uh any any music uh, or i, I would know? just say go to my twitch uh if you're interested in seeing what i do live twitch.tv slash aaron goldberg and uh my band camp if you want to hear the things that i do have that are recorded and written as well as some jams that i've uh cut from my streams and then if you get that far <laughs> and you really like the streams the the twitch vods go away after two weeks or two months maybe something like that really? and so I my Patreon is for a dollar you can get the live streams. I upload them forever, so you can go listen to them there. Wow. Uh, that was the lowest they would let me do it, but I'm just trying to have a place where people who really want it can can get it if if they're really if they really want it. Wow. But I but I'm not gonna post those on my Bandcamp. You know that that's where I'm gonna put things that I have put yeah. more thought into. Yeah. Yeah. Got you, man. But that, that's really it, man. I, I'm so, so grateful to have the opportunity to play music for people. I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to play music for people, quote unquote, live on the internet, to have people like, oh, yeah, there in the quote unquote room with me. It feels so special to share time and space like that with people um, and, and to be able to put music into their ears. It's really cool. I It's a dream come true. It really shows, man. It really shows that you enjoy what you do man honestly like look at your look at your house dude <laughs> dude it's i mean i so love it cool, so much man. bro it's Tapestries, uh, everything a drum set it, what instrument did you start off with guitar curious. oh okay yeah, yeah. actually that's not true piano as a child but i guitar oh, is the first instrument i fell in okay. love with at like really? 13 yeah I'm, I'm curious which one do you like more uh, at this point, honestly, I'm more comfortable on a guitar doing some things, and I'm getting better at the piano than I have ever before, and so I'm having more wow. fun with that right now than guitar, but I feel more comfortable with guitar uh, as a soloist, so as like a lead player. 
when you play on the ads is that like you playing like the instruments like or is it... <laughs> yeah because <laughs> well, i make a lot of music like that like honestly it's like 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 chill you know like um good music i guess you can say not to <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but um but Um, what was my point <laughs> uh talk about the commercial music um i think i was gonna say that um oh wow i'm sorry man i think it's, oh, it's all it's all good bro i know how it goes <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. It's like but, birds. You open the door to the cage, and it's just like the the idea is gone. Yeah, for real, man. Yeah, with most things, <laughs> most things. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I, I love your music, man. I oh, I I just remembered. See, thank you. Beautiful. Whoever, whoever just the birds came back. <laughs> that's that's a good uh bird owner. The birds come <laughs> back. Yeah, man. Um, it was. I was just going to say that I use like my keyboard with different sounds like guitars and bass and I do all of it just for my keyboard. <laughs> That's rad. And it, it sounds, I don't know, like now when I listen to your music, I'm like, how would I do that? Like, did he do that all on the keyboard? Cause it sounds so good. Oh, nah. I, so that's when I first started that Juno I was, I had did it mm -hmm. all. I was playing my, uh, like everything except for bass right. and guitar. Cause I, because those are my main instruments, I guess. Right. Like, you have the ability to choose whether you want to do it. Yeah, and, and now I don't have the Juno set up, so I have to play everything. And some of them are samples, you know? Like, I use uh, drum samples all the time. I, I don't wow. usually record the live drum kit. That's very rare. Really? Yeah, it's hard to get it to sound good. Yeah, for sure. I it's agree. so much easier to use a nice drum sample. Wow, that's so interesting, man. I I used to use a lot of the excuse me, the AI generated drummers from like Logic or uh -huh. GarageBand. Yeah, those sound great. They're yeah, surprisingly they're, good. Cause they're that's surprisingly the good. They're a high quality, they're like quality audio samples and they're pre-made rhythms that like are tested to sound good. You know, it's like you can't go wrong. And then it's yeah. just about what you put on top of it. Right. But you also have drum machines, right? I've seen, yeah. I, I see you use them a lot in your, in your live streams yeah um and they sound so nice so thank nice. you the the uh main drum machine that i have is called the model cycles mm -hmm. and but uh, to be honest i don't even use that very frequently anymore lately what i've been doing i have like a a case of Eurorack modules that's just drums wow and so i'm like triggering i basically made a drum machine wow minus a sequencer and i used gotcha. my my uh key step to sequence that gotcha man wow. but uh it's I, essentially I, a drum machine yeah that's so cool man i ever since i was little i've been obsessed with like do you remember those like those pads that you used to like like the it was just like a pad with a bunch of buttons and you can <laughs> like program songs to just like kind of like guitar hero oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i wanted like one of those so bad <laughs> so bad my whole life and but like i just don't know what i would do with it like like i mean i obviously like probably drums or something right but... either drums or um you know you throw like 
vocal sample, just whatever chops. Like you put a song nice. in there and then you cut it on to different pads, and that's you got hip hop right there. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's what those are. They're basically just like controllers or like you know those back in the day. I mean, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but like they're they're either going to be something that you can load audio onto, or you can like uh put a or you connect it to like a computer or something that has samples and then you like are triggering them i I believe it was called a d-pad oh you oh so you're talking about just like the it looks like a cross or is it like lots of buttons it's like lots of buttons that light up the colors crazy yeah i don't know man it's just called the (laughs) (laughs) d-pad that's what i used to just really want when i was a child man well, man, I love sampling. Like, there's a lot of good samplers out there that have pads like that that'll satisfy the the inner child in you. Wow, wow. Well, now I have to try. I know, I know. Like, one of my favorite artists is Daft Punk. Uh huh. And I know, like, they have a few songs where it's like just like snippets of other songs, and oh, they like totally. made like their own like completely unique original song that's made yeah. of like all of the best like really good like songs that and when i found that out i was like like number one like the like the the patience and the attention the focus that these guys must have to be able to write a song like that that's made out of it's insane other people's music but it sounds so cool and i love it and i want to i want to try it i want to it's fun dude Sampling is fun. And you can do that on your computer. I don't know if you have any digital audio workstation. Like, what do you edit this podcast on? Logic. Yeah, dude. You can totally uh, create. So you can throw a big piece of audio into a Logic track and create it, like, make it into an instrument. I don't know if you've ever done that. But it's any piece of audio, you can basically, it'll automatically cut it up and then put it on your keyboard. Oh, my gosh. Well, and so you can make a up. sampler with your keyboard. If that thing can connect wow. to your computer, then you can do it today. Wow. Wow, dude. I, I'm going to have to look up how to do that, bro. That sounds just, very fun. Just look up how to make a sampler instrument on Logic, and you're going to have so much fun, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, man. I definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great, dude. Uh, I, I I have a question. Um. Yeah. Who are like, like some of your like favorite artists, man? Like, just curious. Like, um, so my biggest like influences are Madlib and Jay Dilla. Wow. And I had no um, idea. honestly, MF Doom throw him in there too. No <laughs> that whole that way. that trio right there has uh, been the biggest influence behind my. Uh, why almost everything I do wow. now ends up sounding like hip-hop. It totally <laughs> does. And I didn't make the connection, bro. I didn't make the connection from, like... Because it's, like, so much of it that I make doesn't sound like that, but there are times where I find myself making... Uh, where I'm, like, feeling... And it's usually something I'm really, really liking, and I'm like, dude, this is almost it's like in dilla territory i'm not saying i'm making dilla beats <laughs> but what i mean is like i'm like these this is like sounding so soft and delicate and like uh sounds that i would have maybe otherwise not thought would have sound i don't i don't even know how to say it 
and I want to <laughs> I want to retract that that I'm making Dillis Dillis sauce at all. But what I'm trying to say is I can see their influence on myself really clearly, and sometimes yeah. way more than others, like, like accidentally. And that's almost. some of my favorite stuff I've ever made. Is I'm like, fuck, dude, this sounds like yeah. Or uh, you know, actually, someone I more recently I had something where I was like, damn, this is like sounds like a Kareem Riggins track, and it, and Kareem Riggins is a huge inspiration for me as well. So I don't know if you know who that is, but you should check him out. I don't, bro, but I definitely will check him out. And then uh, Brian Eno, <laughs> really like ambient king. Yo, awesome. Yeah. Well, now I got some good artists to listen to, man. Some interesting yeah, stuff. Man. Kareem Riggins is insane. Uh, check out um alone together it's the first thing i heard from him and then a uh, head not sweet he's rad got you man excuse me bro these goddamn mineral waters bro are like a <laughs> like dropping an explosion down there or something <laughs> but that's why i kind of like them honestly you know they um keeps everything moving yeah yeah it's interactive <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. oh man. Um yeah. Well, thank you so much, Aaron. Oh man, my pleasure. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate sure, you having man. me on. Yeah, everybody go check out Aaron's uh, Alien Communications on Twitch and if you want to go learn a new language and communicate with some aliens and stuff. <laughs> all of that will be in the description of the links. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you, man. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.